and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, boys and girls, degenerate punters of all ages. We're proud to bring to you your hosting team of the old dog, Virgo Sr., and the king of form analysis, the young pup, Virgo Jr., who together bring you the Hands and Heels podcast. Good evening, good afternoon, good day, good everything. Welcome to Series 1, Episode 20 of the Hands and Heels podcast. Now, this week's is going to be a slightly shorter show. The king has absconded his throne and gone away on the holidays for a few days, and in doing that has also got sick, but he's raised from the deathbed and he's called in. <sighs> king, there he is, clearing his throat. King, good afternoon. If anyone watches WWE around here, we've heard of it before, and you know The Undertaker, that's what I'm sort of feeling like right now. Risen from the dead, here I am. Wouldn't miss it for the world, so uh, yeah, not feeling the greatest, but... Winners to be said, so we winners will be said hopefully in a short episode, as you said. Correct. So let's just punch straight into the tips and get this done so you can uh, be placed back in the coffin. In the... So, where do you want um, to start, King? We're looking at four races at Caulfield, two at Rosa, one at Ascot, so yeah, not much at all. But first race is race one at Caulfield, which is the Mercy and Cooper Stakes over the thousand metres for the two year olds. Built the market for us? I do. It's an each of two at top with Burton and Abha at 3.10. Moko is at fours, um, and then upwards from there, really. It's market at three. Um, Burton, for me, I've really been taken by this horse. Um, Brody's obviously got it going pretty well. Two-year-olds had two starts. Uh, they built, lost by a nose, and won by a nose in the Marbion fight on Melbourne Cup Day. Well, theoretically, drops in class here, but the two-year-old races, you can't really determine if it's not being class or not, but that was a Group 3, the Marlon fight, I believe was a Group listed, I don't actually know. But, um, yeah, Barish and John, ideally, we probably said it will maybe midfield, on the rail, or one-off, it won't be stuck wide, which is the main thing. Luke Nolan can present this horse. Um, he should be able to run them down, I think. In my, my only slight concern is it might want a little bit further now, but being a two-year-old, I think it may still be a bit fresh, a bit fresh enough, sorry. The thousand metres to uh, still be okay. Yeah, well, look, I've tipped both times in. I think on this very podcast, um, but uh, it, look at one, it did everything it could. You know, it's finished in front. But the one that interests me is number six, Ebhar. It's um, been crunching the market from fours into two ninety, drifted out a little bit now, but clearly money come yeah. from it. Down from Sydney, and it led all the way in its jump out. Um, Oliver on the Snowden camp um, are astute. I think it's a race in two between those two. Um, I'd watch yeah. the market. If Burton keeps going and the money keeps coming for the six, I'd lean that way. So it would be number six, Ebha. For me, race six. We've taken a little bit of a leap down the card here. That is a big leap. Ned setting down uh, guineas over the mile for the three rollers. What's the market suggesting? Uh, Festival Dancer on top at 3.20, Port Louis at 3.80, Cardinal Gem at fives, and Blushing Tycoon 11s, and upwards from there. Um, Cardinal Gem for me here, number six. It's already been supported for seven fifty and five dollars so Each hope price is actually gone. But I think it may drift a little bit, so maybe wait to place your bet. But um, I think this horse is... Uh, it's returned actually a better horse to be honest. First that was beat eight lengths, but that was in the next show Mario Pocketeer race and they both gapped it. Wouldn't have been frank in that race, Pocketeer winning on Cup Day. Then went to Flemington over the fourteen hundred metres and um was in the inferior ground on that day I believe that was Oats Day when no one wants to be on the rails. Yeah. I thought it made some very good ground from very far back behind um 
Port Louis, who's well, Port Louis' favourite here. Oh, sorry, second favourite. Second here. I think there was a big price differential um, before Cardo had been backed, which I would like from that price, but I think it's still a good bit of money on the phone at $5. Um, from Barrier 7, also I will note, I think the mile suits up to its ears. From Barrier 7, it should settle for maybe midfield in the running line. Should be able to get some cover, fingers crossed. It will be towards the back of the field, but I think most important, it'll be ahead of, the, it'll be ahead of Port Louis. So I think it can uh, turn the tables in Port Louis. I think it can win Cardinal Gem number six. Yeah, not, but not a bad call. Uh, I am. I agree. I think the mile is really suits it well. Um, yep. There's a couple there. Festival Dancer at the top of the market. You know, it's got a cheeky picket fence running, but um, yeah, it's had the ge- it well. yeah, it's had the gear change that no one wants, um, and it's first time aboard too for uh, Handsome Craig. Hello. So yeah, 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 it's been up for a while. Port Louis. Don't mind it. I mean, it'll go back. It's probably um, one of the best maidens in Australia, isn't it? Yeah, just about, to be honest. Um, we'll go back from, you know, wide gates. Yeah, I don't know. So, look, I'm with you on that. I think one that's interesting, um, if you want to go a bit wider, is Brigantine. I think, yep. um, you know, it, oh, it has been scratched. So, Brigantine's oh, no chance, guys. Put a, put, a line, <laughs> put a line through Brigantine. Um, so, look, I'm going to stick with you, number six. Six, Cardinal Gem. Race seven is the Herald Sun Zipping Classic, which is an interesting race this year. Would you like to watch the market? Well, the dollar fifty-five Spanish Mission on top um, from Warning at fives, Sound at thirteens, Wentwood at seventeens, Doctor Drill at nineteens, Ditto Luna Flare, Science Sovereign twenties, and then goes upwards from there. Uh, look, Spanish Mission should win this. Stood. But, you know, like, I look at it and go, it's been out for a very long time. It's been changed to the Moody stable. Like, it should win. But I just feel like, when does the horse have enough? Like, today's run the Melbourne Cup. Not significantly in distance. They'll want this distance. I don't know. So, price, I didn't want it. I'd rather take $5 for warning, who's um, in great form. Last two races, two good wins. Get them in over here. If the favourite has any chink in its armour, I think Warning should be able to capitalise from Barrier 1. We'll settle or in midfield. Spanish Mission will be in front of it for sure, but if there's a pace on and Spanish Mission folds up, I think Warning will be getting home strong at $5. I think it's a worthy of a win bet. Yeah, fair enough. And that was obviously one I threw out a couple of weeks ago as well. So glad yeah. to see you following my lead now, King. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Um, I don't mind Silent Sovereign at the price. That was 20s and 350. Yeah. It's come second once over the distance. Um, and it got nailed by a good one. Flowers as well, good horse. Yeah, correct. Um, it's I don't mind it, and I think as I say, it's a nice each way shot. It's a horse on the way up for mine. Uh, carry aboard from the McAvoy camp. Uh, I don't mind it. Should get a nice trail in behind the speed. I'm with you. I think Spanish Mission should win, but at dollar fifty five, I mean that's whisper odds, and you know the whisper eight hundred. Metres of distance, no yeah. stable. It's been up for a long time. Yeah, yeah correct. Yeah. I mean, look, good horse, better than these, yeah. is that, you know, I don't know, not for me. So if you want to get a little bit of each way work, silent sovereign, otherwise it's a no bet for me. Okay, race nine is the Kevin Heffernan Stakes over the 1,400 metres, the Marcus. I am Superman. He's 370. A Streets of Avalon, a king favourite at sixes. Ranier at sevens. Age of Chivalry at sevens. Crosshaven at 850. Cinewan the same. Surprise Baby is 13s and upwards from there. 
I think this is one of the most intriguing races on the card, if not around the country on Saturday. Like, you've got some of these horses. You've got Surprise Baby returning from an injury. The last time you saw him was in a Melbourne Cup. Yep. Rainier, who um, was decent first up, good horse on the day. Asia Chivalry, who won during Cup Week, the Kane and Cranbourne Cup. You've got Cross Haven, who has talent. Iron Superman, who I watched in the Golden Eagle, comes here. Sooner One, who was a favourite on Oz Debut with J Mac aboard, beaten by Asia Chivalry. It's a very good horse, an interesting race, but I'm going to take Shades of Avalon here, as you mentioned, one of the favourite of mine. <laughs> I, I, I knew it. I think it's just been set for this race, to be honest. Like, you look at its last, yeah, it's fresh up since running uh, fifth in a John Bean behind Super Summon Elephant, who would start favourite easily here. So he beaten Link there. Then went to the Manicado Stakes, SP $31. Then he beaten two legs. Then went to a VRC Speed Classic, beaten eight legs, but down the straight 200 metres isn't this go. Comes back to the 400 metres here. We shackled this stats for 17 uh, starts for five wins and three minor placing, which I think is good enough considering the type of race that he races in. Like he's a, he races in group races basically most of his career sheets are Avalon. He's a very classy horse. He's a tough horse. And Mario one, I'd be surprised if he's not leading this field. Like some pace with Cross Haven and Age of but also both drawn outside of him. Yep. Zach Spain knows his horse well. He'll pick up straight to Avalon. Each way or day will be. Uh, Hard to beat, and also the weight for age suits him as well. Yeah, all fair. Um, uh, if I had a run sheet, I wouldn't have read it anyway, but we didn't have one. But I, I knew as soon as Streets of Avalon appeared that you'd be all yeah. excited. Yeah, I, think, I, I think it's set up really nicely here. Well, I, I like the Age of Chivalry. I think as an HY play here at 7 and 240, you're going to travel a long way to find a worse one, to be honest. I thought it, you know, fought really well to win at Flemington. Um, and then, you know, in the Cranbourne Cup, it ran on very well, but that was more a sweeper sort of day. It goes back to 1400 and a drier track, which I think suits for both. It's drawn six. It'll get a gun trail behind the leaders. Um, Damien Lane aboard. I, I just think as an each way play, that's number four, Age of Chivalry. Race, okay, so that's all race that call up. I've got it at Rose Hill now for one race. Uh, Rose Hill will be a heavy track, or uh, very heavy. Race seven is the Shandon Starlight Stakes over the 1100 metres, which the market suggests. Snap Dancer on top at 390. Tambo's mate, who the hell's Tambo? At 450. Southern Lad at sevens. Written Beauty at 750. Edison at 13s and upwards from there. Pretty beauty for me here. Um, last start, S will very keen on it. Uh, SP's favourite in... No, I didn't. SP's second favourite in that race won by Hal Wilson, which led us to that massive quality. Um, that was its first run for the Wallace Sable, and I think Chris Wall would have learned a lot about that horse there. It was very keen the entire race. Um, and I think the 1,000 metres, it wasn't... It was thinking of looking for, like, the more 1,100, 1,200 metres, which gets here in 1,100 metres. Yeah. Um, this last 100 metre run, it was extremely unlucky. He flopped out the gates. That was in... What's the eight month of the year? That'd be... Oh, jeez. July, August, August, September. August, September's the night. Uh, oh, yeah, it is the August, sorry. Um, so, it's, you know, it's only had three runs in, what, three months. So, he's been keeping it fairly fresh, but I think he learned a lot from that last start. Brings it back to Sydney, Chris Waller. Tim Clark gets on, only 53 kilos. Barrier four, I think she'll settle probably midfield. Or, I don't know, he might go. Yeah, a lot of pace in this race, actually. That's just yeah. midfield, written beauty. I think a clear passage can make this race a shake-up. But are getting, what, 750 and 250, so I think it's yeah. a decent... Uh, Decent price of written beauty. Yeah, it is. It's a bit of a head case, old written beauty. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, breezed again on straight. Yeah, correct. Overcooked it. There's yeah. a truckload of gear changes here. I do like the horse, yeah. and I was, you know, very bullish of it in um, 
Melbourne and just as Melbourne, a, just yeah. overcooked it, basically. Mm-hmm. I think – so it's definitely 100% in the game, and if you, they do get it right, it wins, right? I think it's the most talented horse here, but also think it's a risk for the reasons we just talked about. Um, I mean, it's interesting that J-Max on Tambo's mate, uh, the Golden Horse, versus Riding Written Beauties. That might give you a bit of a lead. What uh, I'll let you This is the Year Trenchless Written Beauty. Cross over nose band on. Yep. Earmuffs first time. Yeah. Earmuffs uh, pre-race off. Yeah. Lighting bit on. Norton bit off. Nose roll on. So Chris Waller has made with as many gear changes he could possibly make. So Correct. No, that's right. And he's going to get – exactly. So, look, uh, if anyone's going to get it right, it's the Wallers. It's just, will it be today or will it be next week? Yeah, Who knows? Um, but so just go in with your eyes wide open, understanding that. But I think yeah. – I mean, you're right. It is going to be, you know, probably a heavy track at this stage. You know, it's heavy eight at the moment. Yeah. Off the back of that, I'm thinking that – well, there's two. I think Tambo's mate's one. You know, it's um, first up here. It definitely has a record which, you know, it's went one first up a few times, loves the soft, loves the heavy, um, and J-Mac aboard. But the one of the better odds, I think, is Southern Lad. Um, over this distance, you know, eight starts for six times in the money. In the yeah. heavy, six starts for a win, two seconds, two thirds. I And second up, you know, it goes well. So... It's a tough race because I could see any of the top sort of four in the market winning it, but at each way with a you know I'm going to take Southern Lad, which is number one. Fair enough. The last race we'll cover is a Group One over in our homeland of Perth, Ascot. Race eight on the card being the Crown Purple Winterbottom Stakes. Now we won't go for the market. We'll just mention a few horses as we go. So number one, Rock Magic, thirty-five and seven dollars fifty. You know I can make a case for the old fella. Now, I saw a stat today that when Rock Magic was um, racing his first winner one, that Elite Street wasn't even born yet. Now, Elite Street's obviously the favourite at the moment. That's just ridiculous. Like, this horse is just like, this is a dream horse you own. Oh, what is it? I think it's 12, and it's running yep. Group 1. Like, that is just amazing. But I think it's been pretty solid um, since preparation. First, I was only beaten a half length by Elite Street. Second, yeah. I beaten length and a half in Elite Street. I just think the price is appealing to me. Um, $35 is weighted pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Jared Nussie gets back aboard. We'll see on midfield. I think he'll loom up. The crowd, imagine if Rock Magic won what the crowd be like there. But I just think it's a good uh, place chance at $7.50. Yeah, I'd include him in your exotics. Yep. Number two, Elite Street, the current favourite, 240. Anything you want to say about it? If you look up a lo- low flying on Wikipedia, there's a photo of this horse. Yeah, I'd, you can't really make so many chips in the armour. It's doing pretty well, I think, in Barrier 10 for this horse. We'll Correct. Running line. Towards back D- you wouldn't hope for that. I mean, ten's perfect for it. For mine, yeah. give you a few options. Can get a bit of cover. Rowilla's riding it well. You know, it's won the Crawford and the Prince of Wales and the Colonel Reeves. Yeah. It is flying this horse. Um, now loves Ascot. It, it. I mean, it won this race last year, and it's definitely going better this time. In so it's carrying more weight, obviously, but yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, that's right. Weight stops strides. It is stop hard to beat. And it could be one. Any... Sorry, you go. No, you go. No, ladies first. Oh, hilarious. But I'm just saying, when you get a back marker, Barry, some things could go wrong, but... Yeah, that's right. I think something bad would have to go wrong to stop this horse from being in the finish. Yeah, correct. And it could be one of those leaders' days. You know, we don't know how the track's going to be playing or which way they win, but it is... Real, it's going to be, you know, mid-30s over here in Perth. It'll be easterlies blowing, so it won't be doing these backmarkers any favours. It'll be punching that breeze down the straight, so it could end up being a later's day. But good horse. 
Number three is Red Can Man. Um, I think the sensible there's film. Pace, there's a lot of pace on in this race, and Red Can Man sort of horse fellows are strongly run 1200 meters. First up's only beaten the length by Elite Street and Colonel Rays, which a lot of these horses are coming out of. And look, Barry Levin's less than idea. If you join him, would be pretty keen. But if he gets a spot, say maybe one out, three back, which would be a great pace of riding, and shoot him a great, he gets back with board ice and suspension. This horse will, will be in the finish. I don't want to leave him out of the exotic numbers at can, man, because I think he'll relish with something to run for yeah, it. And he's classy to win this. I agree with you. So, Labour Rod, I could make a case for it, you. Yeah, Jordan Turner. No. Jockey, I, couldn't make a case yeah. I agree. Uh, money money matters. matters. No case for me. No, I agree. I mean, the uh, stable's flying, but yeah. And I was pretty keen at last time. Didn't have a lot of luck, but yeah, I can't see it. Um, it's not up to those. Indian Pacific's one of the speed horses I'm talking about. We'll guarantee to go forward from barrier 12. Yeah. I don't think it'll be able to hang on and sustain that amount of pressure, but it'll definitely look like mm. the winner at some stage. I'd be, I think. Yeah, I think, yes, you're right. It'll come across to the lead, but again, it seems to be just slightly off this campaign, so it can't have it for me. Number seven, outrageous. Interesting <laughs> runner, first up from New South Wales. So it's running like. Beaten by it's run behind Harbour Views, Pintoff, Labour Rod in, at Mornington. It's run yep. behind some decent horses, but couldn't have Barry for the Yeah, no, it's thank work. you. No thanks. Agreed. Number eight, Cup Night. Um, uh, low flying at the trials. I've seen a few little interviews about it. Barry Fellman, but we'll get back. We'll run on strong. Yeah, and I, I you know, ran right in the Roma Cup. You know, it was like half a length off a leap straight from memory thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. definitely including your exotics. Number nine, Stage Man, Barrier 15, Durant, or Chris Johnson Porter, the Hyphenator, one yep. of the underage jockeys in WA, rides for Adam Durant. This he is my top selection. Look, this Sorry? horse has been. I may have misheard you. This is my on top selection. Oh. This horse has been unlucky in the last few in the bottom. Yes. Barrier 15, now that looks bad on paper, but you can assure it won't be getting held up. Like last night in the Colonel Reed, it's held up only beaten two rings. It was yep. very good in the Prince of Wales Stakes uh, second up. It absolutely ripped home, but a late shake was just too good. Yep. Now, it needs to turn tables on a late shake, but I think this horse has a turn of foot which can win the type of race like this. And what's the place price? Let me just quickly check. Um, it is $4.40. $4. $4. Four yep. He'll be ripping home down the outside. Now, I think he's a great price uh, yep. stageman. Fair enough. Yeah, no, definitely include your exotics. I think it can definitely figure in the finish. Do I think yeah. it can win? Do I? Jeez. Well, maybe. But definitely include your exotics. Number 10 is Caracapo. No case for me. Do not right? yeah. one of the speed horses. No, thanks. I prefer others. Number 11, I see red, I see red. Oh, there you go. Hello, Marley. How are you going, dog? Yeah, that's Number the 11, dog. I see red, I see red will also be a speed horse, but yeah, couldn't have. No, did I? Listed type of horse, I think, in Perth, but yep. won't be winning this, I don't think. Agreed. Number 12. Long Beach, very good first up, I thought, for the Ganjemi stable, but Can't have it's harder here. Yep, no, thank it's you. A top six chance, I think, but oh, I feel yeah, lucky. I couldn't see it running a place. And number 13, it's a very no case for me. Not at all. Flirtini. Number 14, Flirtini now. My oh, dog's so decided. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, dog, this can't you see we're busy? Probably the worst, worst things you'll ever listen to, but we're dedicated anyway. Number 14 is Flirtini, and it's about time she showed some form, but she just hasn't shown anything. She's a very class in Maryland, right, but couldn't have. No, agreed. Uh, graceful girl. Oh, jeez, oh, it'll be very hard to beat with your barrier, but barrier eighteen, it will still dead last for Pike, and he'll need Correct. the pace to get quicker than Usain Bolt to uh, make ground. And he'll need to Definitely. run past some of those others there as well. You know, like can Definitely. it go? Can Definitely. it finish faster it's than? Yeah. I wouldn't have thought so. 
number 16, Will Chino. I'll let you talk about this horse because I know you like uh, I do like Will Chino as a horse. Um, it does work early and it does work late. Um, and, it, and what I like about it, it sits on pace in Perth. So it's already coming from 4.40 to 4.20. Um, it's drawn the drum and going to uh, lick the paint. So, Love one of the speed horses. Yeah, correct. I mean, so it will sit on, right on speed. So who's going to cross it is the question. Jeez, they'd want to go hard to try. Um, Maybe an Indian Pacific could do that breakneck sort of stuff and, and actually lead and give it a bit of cover because I think they'd be happy with that. But it is absolutely – I mean, it ran a one, mid-108s um, at Ascot recently. It runs that – and that was with 60 kilo. And what's it carrying here today? 56. So, uh, 56, yeah. geez, the, if it can repeat that last start effort over the same distance, it wins because, you how you know, with that weight thing, you're looking at low 108s – You'd need to be doing real well. So if it's a leader's day, I'm with Will Chino um, to win. Uh, I was on at the early doors, I think 18s. Um, so I'm certainly talking through my kick when I say that. But if it's not or it's playing fair, I think Elite Street's close to a moral. Well, for me, I'm going to go Stageman to beat Elite Street, to beat Rock Magic, to beat Will Chino. That's my top four, but it's an interesting race. So it should be a good race to watch, to be honest, because a lot of things could happen. Like, as you said, the winner could be the leader of the horse settling close to last, which you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, like, spot it'll on. It'll be a good race. It will do. Anyways. No problem. That's, well, that's we our quick to, pod. We've had to cover. Yeah, we have. You need to get back to your deathbed, sir. Um, so we'll call that a day. We'll be back next week with a full episode, but we couldn't leave you guys hanging. So no, on no, that no. note, we will see you when you're richer. Okay, changing. Cheers, guys. You've been listening to the Hands and Heels Podcast. Hands and Heels Podcast. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Hands Heels Pod and on our website at www.handsheelspod.com. Subscribe and share with your mates. Or don't tell anyone and steal our tips as yours and be the hero of your punt club, you sly bastards. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bad dog. Bad dog.